What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. I am Ian Levanza. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, Latoya Luckett. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. The Swag Award. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This weekend, we've got India Ari. Her new album, Worthy, was just released, and she talks about coming to terms with her own worth. It's happening right now on Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Yo-Yo. I'm Angelique. I'm Lonnie Love. And we are so, I mean, yeah. I'm just, you know, <laughs> yeah. this, Take a this deep woman, yeah, yeah, I gotta tell you, she's just a four-time Grammy winning artist. She's a songwriter. Yes. She makes me feel proud yes. to be who I am. Yes. And I think it's very appropriate for this being Black History Month to have this young lady on the line, uh, Miss India Irie. <laughs> she has a new single, What If? It'll be available. Um, it's already available. Um, and uh, she has a new album. India, how are you? I'm excited. This one feels like... This one feels like more like giving birth to something than releasing something. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I went, you know, I feel like we all lived a lot of life in 2017 and 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all that is in this project, and I'm excited to let the baby crawl. <laughs> what's, so diff- what's, what's so different with this album than any of your last albums, which, you know, are really... Um, Antique albums, I mean, you know, classic albums to everyone who loves you. you. What's what's so different about this one? I mean, you say the difference from um, uh, releasing to giving birth. I mean, I can only speak about the difference from an internal place. Mm-hmm. I just have come to a place where I have more, more access to my own internal truth. And so it's in the song, sometimes lyrically, sometimes just in my singing. Sometimes it's in there just in, in the, just in the way I've been able to produce the record and how it sounds. But also, I don't, I can't ever say what anybody else is going to get from anything that I ever do and release into the world. But I feel like other people, people who really ride with me hard and have listened to all my projects, will hear a difference in this one too. I don't know how to articulate that difference, but it just feels different this time. And as far as the giving birth part, you know, I write songs that are... Um, about my life and so I lived a whole lot of life especially in 2018 and it's in there it's in those songs you hear me talk about the deepest love I've ever had the hardest breakup I've ever had mm. you hear me talk about things I see in the world that I love and don't love and, but saying it in a way that's unapologetic because I feel like I've grown into the right to, for my voice I've grown into the right to have a voice mm-hmm. and so I've been using it all over this project. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique. I'm Yo-Yo. I'm Lonnie Love. On the line, we have our girl, singer-songwriter, <laughs> India Ari. The title of your album is Worthy. Um, the single yes. is called What If. How, do you, how are you getting these titles? I feel something from it. Well, just because I want to say it, and because all these songs are my babies, basically, um, I have two singles out. One is called That Magic. Mm-hmm. The other one is called What If. And the title of the album you know, I'm a writer, a songwriter, and so I love words. And somewhere just reading or something, I came across the word worthy, and it felt really potent to mm. me. Because I could say to all three of you, you guys are so funny, or you guys are so beautiful, or I love the show, or yo, yo, I love your hair. But if you tell somebody you're worthy, 
it encompasses so much. Yeah. And so that word really struck me. And I've been, you know, walking with it for several years. And then I did an interview with Oprah on Super Soul Sunday. Mm. And we were talking about my journey with the music industry and especially the the Grammys where I've had a lot of challenges with all of it. I mean, we all do. The music industry is crazy. Yo-Yo can tell you. Right. Everybody has a hundred stories. And so um, she said to me as I was talking about the Grammys in particular, she said, well, let me ask you this question. How long has unworthiness been your calling card? Mm-hmm. And it's Oprah. So, you know, my first instinct was like, well, no, no, no. And I was like, well, you can see it online now. It's right on YouTube. And I, I looked in the air and was kind of like, well, hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I didn't know how to really answer her, but it's Oprah, so I had to give it some thought. And I've been walking with the word worthy for a couple years before that point. But what I realized when Oprah asked me that question was that a calling card is something you give to other people. It's not what you give to yourself. And so I realized what she was saying, that I was giving out this vibe like I was a victim. And because I had been loving that word worthy for a couple years before, I, I always different eras of my life I have different words that I can hold on to so for a while it was resilient for a while it was authentic so but this era in my life was the word worthy and so she asked that question so I named the project worthy before I had any song Mm -hmm. and my intention through making the project was to create a body of work that would all be imbued with that word and so my favorite definition of the word worthy is deserving of regard and respect Mm -hmm. and so it's all over this project, and um, there is even a song called Worthy, but even there's a lot of love songs on here. I had been in a relationship for three years before this album came out, and so even the songs, for me, like when I was with Yo-Yo recently, she was singing the truth. She sang every word of the truth. <laughs> 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 these, these songs, for me, are, um, even the love songs are about how I feel women should be treated or how men should be treated, so... That's even about being worthy of being treated a certain way. But then, of course, there are also songs, like you asked about the song What If, which is my current single. And What If is a song about reminding people that they're worthy of their voice. Because what if what if any of our greats decided they weren't going to do their work? Like So the song says, what if Josephine Baker never danced it out? Where would we be now? Something as simple as being a dancer, but it changes the world when you wow. do it with the intent of being your best. Because there's always somebody watching all of us. And so, um, I want to hear one of the singles. So that's where Worthy comes from. There's a lot more, but you'll hear it on the album, of course. (laughs) Which single should we play first? Which one you want us to play, India? Well, I mean, that's up to y'all, but (laughs) if you want to play them in order, you can play that magic first, then you can play What If. But Uh, that's up to you. Okay, well, that's. If you want to play a little extra piece, I like like that magic. In good trouble, because I think Yo Yo would like that one. Well, let's let's play that magic. So why don't you intro it for us, India? Amazing. This is India Re, and this is my single from my album Worthy. This song is called He's Got That Magic. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Lonnie Love. I'm Yo Yo. I'm Angelique on the line. India. Dot re. Do we have to use the dot? Is that no? Is it, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> in fact, I stopped using it recently just because I wanted to change. Let me check it out. Well, I still write it in the script that way. Okay. The new album is <laughs> the new album is called Worthy, and yeah. I mean, you've been a you've been this this leader for us. Mm-hmm. You've been this inspiration mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. us. You, as Lonnie said, you make us feel okay, good, great, beautiful, strong. Is that a lot of 
my responsibility that I'm throwing in your lap? Uh, it's an honor. Okay. I, I had only hope in the beginning of my career. My first album came out when I was 25. Mm-hmm. So I was making it from the age of 20. And I hoped that I would be able to make music that would really um, bring an energetic shift. Like that would actually do something for people. And it was just all a prayer and a hope. And now, about 20 years later, anytime somebody tells me that I've been able to really affect them in a positive way, I feel like the luckiest musician ever in this world, ever. Because we all want to make music that's a part of people's lives. But if I've done that, I don't, I mean, it is responsibility, but you know, life is a responsibility. We're all responsible for a lot of things. But, we got but, children and stuff, so right. I love it. But I love the, it. I mean, you know, I, I like that artist over there. I like her music. I have her albums. And I enjoy her, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what you put in us that no one had put in us. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody put it in our parents' generation, uh, but you put something in us that said, you know, that it's okay to be little black girls, to be beautiful black women, to be strong and powerful. And that's something outside of the music. Was that, does that make you feel uncomfortable? Is that, is that too much pressure? No, why would, I, why would I be uncomfortable by that? I know. You know what I do? Like, for me, songwriting is the actual spiritual work. Right. And I, I literally, I pray for the song. I say, okay, God, what do you want me to tell your people, God? Like, I say stuff like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's the saying, um, don't ask God for direction if you're not willing to move your feet. Mm-hmm. I love that saying. And so I ask God, like, what do you want me to say? And I say what I hear and what I feel, and I try to translate emotion into a word. And I know my own journey. I, I think about what I need to learn myself. So I was teaching myself that I needed, that I was okay. I was teaching myself it was okay to be a little black girl, teaching myself it was okay to have dreadlocks and be a little black girl and be on TV, because there was nobody like me like that on TV back then. Right. Back then. Right. And so I... Do not feel scared of it. I feel like it's an honor, truly, because I make the music that I would. I say the things I wish somebody would have said to me wow. when I was 12, when I was 18, when I was 25. And the fact that anybody is there to hear it is an honor. I'm not scared of anything about my career. I mean, some people scare me because there's a lot of people out here that are just kind of, you know, there's a lot of stuff out here. But I'm not scared of my mission or my career. And I come from a long line of preachers and evangelists and stuff, so this is what we do. I'm happy to be able to do it through music. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. India Irie, singer, songwriter. Her new album is called Worthy. Um, do you... I'm a black girl. And I've been... <laughs> no, I'm talking about I'm a black girl. There's no question. Um, and I've been yeah, me too. in this business for 20, 20 years, 20-some-odd years. Do you think colorism has affected your career? I have two answers to this because I feel like colorism as it pertains to a thing that we do inside of the black community amongst ourselves mm-hmm. um, I think that that affected my career in a positive way in that you know just like just like everything you just asked me, like like even the fact that people say things like what you just said to me you made us feel like it was okay to be a black girl people saying things like that to me like I said is like truly one of the highest honors in my life and I think that me being brown-skinned black girl had a lot to do with me singing those songs, and it had a lot to do with 
be singing them to you. Right. And so I feel like it really elevated me in a way. I think in the larger sense, you know, in the larger sense, outside the black community, white people don't even understand how to articulate colorism. There's just a thing that they find more attractive, and it's lighter skin. And so inside of that, I think, you know, because in the music industry, you, the big, the way you are a big hit is by being what middle America loves. That's how you become a pop star. And I know I'm not middle America's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. they, they hear me, but I'm not middle America's cup of tea. And so I think, you know, it has affected my career in certain ways, but being black in America is the thing that affects your life, period. Whether mm -hmm. it's colorism or what size you are, some people don't have these right. voices or things that are real, real black about us. And it's just, you know, I think we know what the black tax is and just what it is. And I have it too. And so I think it's gone both ways for me. But I've learned over the years, like I've really thought to be completely transparent. Just this last five years, getting to a place where I'm like, it's gonna be a lot of stuff that happens, it's gonna be crazy. I choose to be happy anyway, because there's a lot of things I could be really unhappy about, a lot. You'd be surprised all the stuff that we go through and still show up with a smile and sing our songs and look beautiful. But I just decided this is the way the world is. I'm gonna do my part to change it, I'm just gonna be happy. Like the old folks say, don't let anybody steal your joy. Yep. And I'm working on that. I just am happy to be who I am. And you know, um, yes, the racism, because really outside of the black community, when you talk about colorism, it's really racism. They like light-skinned black women. They like Eurocentric features more. And they're the people who are in power. And so what they like is what gets the money. And it's just what it is. So, But I, you know, that's not going to stop me from wanting to sing to people. So my little have as much joy as I can and continue on my journey. That's what I'm doing. Talking about singing, talking about singing, what is your favorite song that you like to sing? Do you have a song that heals you every time you sing it? Yeah, it's my song called I Am Light. Can I hear a little bit of it? <laughs> I, I am not the things my family did. I am not the voices in my head. The pieces of the brokenness inside. I am light. Woo! I love you so much. <laughs> oh, India Ari is not, on the line. Yes, I am not the color of my eyes. I am not the skin on the outside. I am divinity defined. I am light. My favorite. Wow. This is such a pleasure to, to have this moment in time with Thank you. you. Um, the album is called Worthy. and um, February the 15th. Yes. You know, yeah. It came out. <laughs> February the 15th. It hit the, it hit the airwaves, huh? Yeah. Yeah. My eighth album. And I decided it's a she. And she's an Aquarius. <laughs> I feel bad. India, uh, how can we follow you? All my stuff. My Instagram, my Facebook, and my Twitter is at yeah, Ari. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso. Despite raising over $9 million, HBCU Bennett College's appeal was denied. On today, the college moved quickly to file a lawsuit against Sachs in a motion for a temporary restraining order. A federal judge in Atlanta granted that temporary restraining order so Bennett can keep its accreditation while this entire legal process plays out. 
Bennett's president plans to seek accreditation with another organization. R. Kelly spent last weekend in jail. John Murray explains part of the reason why. He had a friend that showed up at the Chicago courthouse to pay the $100,000, and the Chicago court said, we'll take that if you have the $160,000 additionally for his back child support. And opening this weekend, it's the last time we'll see Medea on the big screen. Well, I thought a funeral is usually final, even though it's not Medea's funeral. I was like, well, let's make the funeral the final thing. The audience has been eating it up for many, many years, and I just, I've been overwhelmed by the success, and I'm just grateful that this is how we ended with something this funny. That's The Espresso. I'm Angelique. Coming up, get your workout on with the Mocha Mix. When a strong-willed princess of the streets meets her match in a reclusive cartel king, sparks fly in this gritty, sexy urban romance. Angel DeLuca walked away from his family's drug cartel fortune for a normal life, but betrayal brings him right back into the ring and trouble. Now, back to claim his place as head of the DeLuca empire, the only one standing in his way is a woman whose fierce determination is irresistible. Then, when two rival cartels put a target on her back, he'll do anything to save her even if it means losing his inheritance. Don't miss Heart of the Hustle by Azaler, now available everywhere books are sold. Visit readdafina.com for more daring reads. That's readdafina.com. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing a car that's got style and substance to spare. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Featuring a sophisticated, muscular new exterior and available options like a premium JBL audio system and panoramic roof. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Toyota. Let's go places. JBL and Clarifier. Registered trademarks of Harman International Industries Incorporated. 